Welcome to the Wardrobe Muse, helping you dress from the inside out. Feeling wardrobe challenged? Discover your style with me. I love working with women to identify their authentic self through clothing, to craft and maintain simple wardrobes that reflect who they truly are and that work for their lifestyles. To work together, visit me on the web at lastwardrobe.com. Visit lastwardrobe.com. L-A-S-S wardrobe.com. Here's your host, Lisa. Hi, everybody. It's Lisa Ann Santin here again with the Wardrobe Muse. And I want to do a couple of shout outs today because I was in studio yesterday, not in this studio, in another studio, doing another podcast with Molly and Jackie of Riveting Broads. You can follow them on Instagram at at Riveting Broads. And we talked a lot about calling out our producers because we can't make any of this happen without really, really strong partnerships. So Jay Foss Productions is my podcast guru and God, and we love him. He is not a guest today on this show. However, I have, a, I have another guest. Her name is Mikkel, and I'm going to tell you a lot about her. No, I'm going to let her tell you about her, but I'm going to just introduce her. Um, we met through Joan Amaral at the Zen Center North Shore, which is some place that everyone should be aware of. Go Google them. Joan is doing some amazing social justice work on the North Shore, and she introduced me to Mikkel, who is the development director for North Shore CDC. She's going to tell you a little bit about that. And the reason I'm telling you all this convoluted information is because it's all about community. So I certainly am a style coach, but I can't do any of that work if I don't have a really strong community. And just styling people here and then across the North Shore and then across Boston. But it all happens with personal relationships. So without further ado, Mikkel, tell us all about yourself. Oh my goodness. I, I feel I should be standing and clapping for Lisa because she's just so amazing. <laughs> I'm just watching her in the studio do this and she always continuously blows me away with this. Um, so yes, my name is Mikkel Piper. I do many, many things. One is that Lisa had mentioned, I'm a development director at North Shore Community Development Coalition. We do affordable housing here on the North Shore. And one of the greatest projects that I feel we have done to date um, is one that we just finished and it's for formerly homeless youth and youth who have aged out of foster care. This is a population that is very vulnerable and not a lot of places, uh, especially in the state of Massachusetts, are doing anything about it. It's a hard population to work with and we managed to create a great housing development for them. And then I want to talk a little bit about the Zen Center as well. So before Mikkel talks about the Zen Center, I just want to underline... North Shore Community Development Coalition. People go to their website. They need support. They are awesome. Can I say affordable housing again? It's something we all need to make ourselves more aware of. Back to Macau. <laughs> okay. I had actually met Joan when she came to North Shore Community Development Coalition. She goes to a lot of nonprofit organizations. We do a lot of social justice work as well. She was interested with us. We have a, a program called Youth Build North Shore. And again, you can you can look more up online about about that 
program that we do. It's wonderful. And she was working with a lot of our students and I had met her and she, she had told me about the Zen Center. And so I started coming to the Zen Center and she was the one who introduced Lisa and I. So if not for Joan... We, we wouldn't would not, be here we today. We wouldn't be sitting here together so, and having a great conversation. Yeah, the Zen Center is uh, just a wonderful community resource. And folks, let me just say, you can go to the Zen Center without being an actual Buddhist. So broaden yourselves, open up your mind. It's a great place to visit. Uh, they're doing great work. I happen to be on the board. I'm doing uh, community engagement, which was one of the reasons that Joan felt I should meet Mikkel. And it was like love at first sight. It was. Because it was like she's little a cupid, yeah. little cupid just, <laughs> just kind of swung the bow and arrow at us. And then that was it. That was magic. Over coffee, of course. So Magic. <laughs> so everyone is like, well, this is a style and fashion podcast. What are you guys talking about? But- Tell us what you also do with right. your art. Right. That'll dovetail. So a little dovetail. So I do a lot of art, but the one of the genres that I do is making jewelry. It's something that I love to work with. I've always loved working with stones and the feel of crystals in my hands. And then I just started working with them, putting them together into bracelets, earrings, necklaces. And it's funny enough, I was actually studying a little bit about jewelry before I came on the air today because I was like, I should really know what the heck I'm talking about. So I did a little history um, search about it. It was really fascinating and how people from all cultures, from all over the world, back, I think one of the oldest pieces is that, that was found um, is over 100,000 years old, made with mm -hmm. pieces of bone, different stones. They used to make, you know, strings of berries. And jewelry has always had a different symbolism to certain tribes or different meanings or status. And I think now a lot of people have access to jewelry and it can be anywhere from a dollar to as many dollars as you want. I like to think that we, we kind of keep things in a little bit of a, the low yeah, range, right, we're, Lisa? We're, we're in the real perspective. <laughs> the reason I was really attracted to her art is because in the last three to four years, I've been playing around with healing stones. And I know with yoga and essential oils and self-care and wellness, healing stones are really popular. So, you know, I just like the feel of them. I like the coolness of them. I like that they're organic. And I started to think about ways I could use them in styling people because everyone knows I'm all about the curated closet, some really great basics, some really great anchor pieces, and then you just accessorize the heck out of them. So the story of how we, we got to the partnership is I had acquired lots and lots of stones, very inexpensively. She's underestimating that it was a ton. <laughs> and was I, a I'm going to share the, should I share the secret trick with them? Because, you know, I think there's abundance out there. Um, my spouse, my husband uh, would shop for himself in a very sustainable way through Goodwill, which is another wonderful nonprofit. And when he can't get to a Goodwill um, Industries International shop, and there are many, many of them, they have a website called shopgoodwill.com. So he can get on there. And because 
I don't want to be gender specific, but men's shirt size, for instance, is a little bit more standard than a woman looking for a blouse or a top. So he can go in, plug in all of his measurements and the brand he likes, and he can get $250 shirts for $12.99 plus shipping. No one's ever worn the shirts. That's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. That's crazy. So I asked him for a particular stone. I'm like, oh, have you ever come across a bracelet or necklace with this particular stone, whatever it was, um, you know, just order it for me. And that would be great. And all of a sudden that one discussion branched off into him showing me pages and pages and pages of jewelry with semi-precious stones. And the reason it's not selling is because they're, they're ugly. They're yeah. from the seventies, no, no, eighties. They're, they're very ugly. They're really ugly. <laughs> they're very ugly. They're sad little pieces of jewelry. Sad, abandoned, but <laughs> nobody wants them. But Lisa Santin <laughs> saw the potential. So I sourced all these beads and, you know, I'm not going to name names, but I went up to a, a shop here on the North shore and I tried to learn how to do it myself. And the proprietor of the shop was really wonderful, but she wasn't giving me the right um, cording or a string or whatever the proper term is for that. And so I went home with all these heavy laden pieces that couldn't be worn because they would break. So that was my first attempt at doing it myself. Um, and then I found another designer on the North Shore who had a studio and we tried a collaboration together and it, it kind of didn't really stick, but we, we had a little bit of luck. And then it was so great when I met Mikkel because her aesthetic and what I wanted to do was a perfect pairing. Oh, that is the sweetest I thing, Miss Lisa. <laughs> yeah, and I have to say, so I, I think too, when when you come across someone who's very genuine, the energy is there and the mm. energy is right, and then you're able to really make a powerful, fantastic partnership. And so Lisa had come to me with a plethora of awesome beads, and I was like, oh my God, where did you get these from? These are amazing. And they're really good quality. They are good quality. I could not believe it. And it was just that nobody wanted them because again, they were pretty hideous looking. And when I gave them to her, I thought I was being so helpful. I had cut everything up, mm -hmm. color coded it. Mm -hmm. So she was getting the raw beads. She didn't see the... Yeah, I the saw a ugly, couple. Ugly, the, ugly, well, there were, there were, no, there was still a couple of the ugly <laughs> uglies that you weren't able to like. <laughs> that she had to deconstruct. So, so I did. I had to deconstruct. That I was able to see. I was like, oh, I get it. I get why people were not buying. Yeah, this. why people just so, dumped them. So yeah. th let me just talk about that for one second and how it relates to sustainability. So here we are, pages and pages and pages of online options, but you can go to. Beverly Bootstraps, LifeBridge in Salem, Savers, Goodwill, and you can see the same thing live. Mm -hmm. So people just overconsume in our culture. They keep things a long time and then estates get, you know, laid to rest, no pun intended. And things just dump into the system and they're not going to get sold or they do get sold, but there's just a lot out there. And I want to keep this stuff out of the landfill I want to give it a new life. And here's what we're able to do. We give an artisan who's on my podcast today an opportunity to express herself using materials that already exist. She doesn't have to source new stuff. She can be really inspired. We help Goodwill because every time we buy something that the proceeds go into their Goodwill International Industries bucket, they're doing great programming. And then we can give you a unique one of a kind piece of jewelry 
repurposed, recycled that you can't find at, dare I call it out, Target or Kohl's. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so, you know, I know it's really super easy to go out and just get a $12 bracelet made out of glass beading. Made, made, made by a five-year-old child right. from Indonesia. Made somewhere right. we don't, we don't know what sweatshop. Right. And, right. you know, it says, oh, this is like the healing stones of the, the, the. But, And they all look the same, to be quite right. honest. They all look the same. And the thing that, um, that I've kind of been, as we've been doing this partnership and I've been creating these pieces for Lisa, um, they really are one of a kind unique. And, you know, Lisa had, she texted me after this last batch that I gave her and she, and you said something like, do you have any more like this? And I was like, no, there's no more beads left. You know, everyone is just so different. You know, that's maybe it could be a drawback. It could be a drawback because if somebody really likes one piece, but it's sold already, you know, it's not, there's not going to be an exact. They'll exact like one the again. next piece. But well, you know what? The next piece is always better. That's so right. That's, okay. that's right. <laughs> so you can see some of these pieces on, I posted them on my Facebook page, which is, you know, my long name, Lisa Ann Trafficent and Stylist. Um, also on my Instagram account, which is last underscore stylist and I'm going to keep posting as we do batches where right now the exclusive first time offering price of $25 per bracelet uh, will we very good sales pitch I need to use that the exclusive exclusive. first time (laughs) Uh, we want to keep the price point manageable the product is worth more than that but we said let's Introduce the idea to people of buying something that's not perfect, that's reused, recycled, repurposed, because it's got a bigger mission. And, and, and they're all genuine gemstones, they're too. They're all real gemstones. Yeah. So we wanted to keep it real. Uh, oh, tell us the name that uh, you're using, because it's very clever. Oh, of my? Of your company. Of my of company. Your, right, right, right. So oh, it's we called- forgot that. <laughs> So it's called Mother Moon Arts NOLA, and you can find me on Instagram under Mother Moon Arts NOLA. Um, I do have a lot of my own pieces on there as well. I do a lot of, and you'll see too, a lot of raw crystals that I make. I love to do wire wrapping with those. I'll just pick up some cool little crystals at some rock shops in Salem and and do some wire wrapping i'm wearing some of them today i know you can't see them and that's Salem mass for those of you who might be listening outside of the massachusetts area (laughs) and she's rocking the necklace and the (laughs) earrings and they are phenomenal so you can also purchase yeah that aesthetic it's beautiful she has leather um leather cords cords. right Uh, um you can they're usually pendants that i create that you can put really you could put on a silver chain you could put on a leather cord or whatever you feel like doing um a lot of the stones are very everyone is completely unique and they all have some sort of healing properties that's the other thing you get right i almost forgot so the the hang tag is what we used to call it in garment lingo the little tag that has her name of her company on it when you turn it over on the back describes all of the stones that you're buying and what 
healing property corresponds to the stone. Right. So it's really cool because a lot of the times uh, if you go to Goodwill, they're not going to know, they're not going to necessarily know what the stones are, but because I've been working with them for so long, it's very easy for me to identify what they are and what they're used for and what they symbolize. So you do get that um, when you purchase one from Miss Lisa. So you can choose by healing property or you can choose by color. Right. Um, so it's very much like an interactive experience. Absolutely. So. And I think too, I just want to add to the color thing too. So the colors also correspond with the different chakras. Um, and so the healing properties, folks. right? And the healing properties of the different chakras, if you're into that. Um, I know I certainly am. And so is Lisa. So yeah, <laughs> she has a great little tagline. It's a, her jewelry is a little boost for your soul. It sounds a little Southern. Tell us about your Southern roots. <laughs> So the reason why it's called Mother Moon Arts NOLA, so when I first started um, really to sell my jewelry was when I lived in New Orleans. And I had tried, I do a lot of different art, so I didn't know, I wanted to combine it all into one. I don't just do jewelry. Um, so I wanted, and, I, and I've always loved um, the moon and the concept of um, the, the divine feminine and the divine feminine in all of us and how the moon symbolizes the divine feminine in all of us. So I feel like in a way she is our great mother. Um, so I thought mother moon arts, that's really cool. But of course that name was taken. So, <laughs> so I had gone to one of my favorite shops down there. It's a botanica and it's called F and F Botanica. It's um, in mid city. If y'all have ever been there. And I was talking to uh, one of the shop owners and he just said, you should just call it Mother Moon Arts NOLA. And I thought that is a fantastic idea. So that's what I did. And here we are. So that's that's where the Southern piece comes, I love <laughs> comes it. in. I love it. New Orleans will always be a part of my soul, yeah. no matter where I live. Uh, you can't see us, of course, because this is a podcast. She has her own unique style that is so terrific. And it's so what I'm trying to really achieve with my clients, that sense of authenticity, that sense of a signature style. So when I'm working with people, it's not about me dressing you like me. It's not about me dressing you like the mannequin at Barney's. It's not about me trying to change you. It's about me trying to help you unleash that signature style that's just all about you. And that's why this product really helps with that because you're you're buying one of these pieces, you're the only one rocking it. Right. And you're picking out what you're most attracted to. And I just kind of want to say something along those lines, which I think this is, this is just a very near and dear moment to me about when I first met Lisa. We had met for coffee at a coffee shop in Beverly, Massachusetts. And so I was walking up and she, one of the first things she said to me, she, she was sitting down and she looked up and she just kind of waved her hand up and down. She's like, Girl, you don't need any help from me. <laughs> so, so I not just, a potential I client. Like, <laughs> I was very disappointed. I was elated and disappointed in the, the same, same time. time. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. But then, but then you did you and, and and you made me be aware of something that I had no. You know, you just said you really have a sense of of, of style and you have a sense of self, and it really shows through through what you wear. 
And I, that was probably one of the biggest compliments anybody has ever given to me in terms of how I dress. And so I, I really appreciate that. And I had thought, wow, if this is how she goes about her styling process, she's going to be really successful with this because this is what enough, enough with the following the fads enough with the, you know, the, the Gucci bag that everybody else has and more to what is you, what is in you. And I feel that is exactly what you do, Lisa. Trends equal tribulation. Right. (laughs) Because they don't last. They don't. They don't. And you know, this is like a great segue into um, a much larger conversation that we have all the time about women lifting women up in the workplace and in life. And we want to see more mentorship. We want to see more women embracing every style. So the notion of you belong to some sort of club and everyone needs to conform to be accepted or, you know, girlfriends start all dressing alike. We're just trying to kind of debunk that and be like, let's stop Let's embrace each other's authenticity and uniqueness and let's build women up in the workplace and outside of the workplace. So, and I just want to add to that. So when I, when I was down in New Orleans, um, I won't say how long ago, it was a few years ago, (laughs) but when I was down there, that was really the first job that I had that was similar to a corporate structure, right? Before that, I was a teacher. It was a very flat structure. Um, You know, you just have the teachers and the principal basically. And so it was a very flat structure. Um, So I worked in a nonprofit and that has a very corporate structure to it. And that's where I really noticed as I was trying to struggle my way up, how some women as, my, as I'm trying to climb up this ladder, would shove their stiletto heel in my face and just pound it down. And I thought, wow, this really feels awful. And then I had some outstanding female mentors that I really looked up to who were trying to break that glass ceiling that legitimately reached down their hand to me, grabbed it, and started to pull me up with them. And that's when I knew, I'm like, that's the woman that I want to be. And I have to say, when I met Lisa, that is the woman that she is. And I really respect her a lot. And I think she is a leader. I think you are a mentor. And I think you are that woman who just reaches down your hand and pulls other young women up with you. And that's what we really need to be. And that's, I think, sometimes, sometimes I feel that women, we're we're holding ourselves back back from breaking that glass ceiling. I I honestly have tears in my eyes right now. It's so um, nice to get that feedback from you because it's so hard to be a sole proprietor. I mean, I'm just going to call it out. It looks really sexy and everyone wants to work for themselves and hang their shingle. And there, there is like, it's awesome, but it's really, really hard. And if we can look at each other with that kind of love and respect that you've just shown me, that's awesome. And this is what I was on the Riveting Broads podcast yesterday to discuss, coincidentally. Uh, we took it from intergenerational relationships. Interesting. And this is sort of the same thing. How can we mentor up and mentor down? So I have no problem going to a young person 
in their late 20s, early 30s and saying, hey, I don't get this social media stuff. Like I get it intellectually, but I don't know how to make it happen. Can you help me? I don't know. It's not part of what I came up with, you know, through my career. So can you show me? So I don't have a problem going to someone younger and asking for them to mentor me. And we were talking about younger people. I hate to put labels, but millennial yes, or yes, whatever okay the label, label on at least it's okay. Put a label. You know, we want them to, <laughs> to look for the, the mentorship in someone like myself. I don't present as a young person, I happen to have a full raging head of gray hair. Uh, you know, we want to be seen. It's a beautiful platinum. Well, thank it's beautiful. you. You know, so yeah. that was really what we were trying to talk about yesterday. And it, it went off on a lot of different directions, but it goes back to now where we are today in this podcast, talking about that mutual empowerment of women all ages and all levels of an organization Absolutely. or in life. And how can we help each other? And and then to break it down in a very simple level, you coming to me and saying, hey, do you want to partner on this whole jewelry thing? Fantastic idea. We should be doing this more often with, with other women. Like this is, this is how it should be. Community, bringing each other up. Yeah, keeping place. the shopping local because we're shopping with a local mm -hmm. designer. Uh, we are sourcing the stuff sort of across the U.S. because Goodwill, that, that website buckets things from all across the U.S., but we're saving it. We're keeping it out of landfills and we're just having the joy in working with each other and collaborating and helping. So there's a lot of love in this jewelry, folks. Oh, there's yeah. There's a lot of love. Jay Foss will be buying one for his wife. I hope she doesn't <laughs> listen to this. It'll spoil her Christmas or Hanukkah or anniversary gift. But, you know, we're going to get the men involved in this, too. Exactly. And so and this is this is what we call now conscientious consumerism. Yes. Legitimately putting money where your mouth is. We talk about how we want to make a difference in the world. We talk about how we want to consume less. We talk about how we want to keep things out of the landfills. We want to talk about how we want to save the world a little bit better. Well, you know what? This is a small way you can do it. This Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, I think that's it for today, guys and gals and folks out there listening. Um, what would be really, really helpful is for people to either come on to my Instagram account and message me with feedback on this or, you know, go to Mother the Moon Mother Arts Moon Nola Arts Nola on Instagram. We want to hear like, what do you want this jewelry to be? Maybe we can accommodate. So if you're interested um, in a specific piece that you see on my Instagram page, Mother Moon Arts Nola, you can message me or if you are interested in something that you want to see, or have an idea, please send me a message and I will get back with you. So for some awesome jewelry for your soul, you can find that on my Instagram account, which is at lass underscore stylist. And you can direct message me there and we'll get you a fine piece of jewelry. You know, we I got uh, a request out, I'll end with this, for uh, a man's version of one of the bracelets. And we don't have that particular stone, as you were saying, but we're going to come up with something for this woman's husband that looks similar. We'll play with some stones, and it it's great. It's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. It's going to look really cool. All right. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank this was great. You. Thank you for having me, Lisa. I really appreciate it. 
To find out more about Lisa's sustainable style, check out LASSWardrobe.com.